You'll know real when you get it. It will say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like a gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Hello, hello, it's Brooke DeVard, and you're listening to the Naked Beauty Podcast. Okay, it is that time of year where everyone is making resolutions and telling themselves they're going to be a whole new person in 2019. And I actually really like resolutions. I like the energy behind setting intentions for yourself and committing to evolving and growing. What I do, though, is I always focus on additive resolutions versus taking something away or cutting something out. So instead of saying, I'm not going to have any bread or pasta whatsoever in the next three months, what I'll tell myself is every single day, I have to have one serving of raw green vegetables, right? So every single day, whether it's for lunch or dinner, I'm going to have a salad of some sort. Maybe I have a salad at both meals. I know that if I'm eating out, there is always a mixed green salad on every menu. And when I'm at home, I actually always have a bag of um, wild baby arugula, always in my fridge, because you can toss it on pretty much everything. You can put it on the side of pretty much anything you're making for dinner, drizzle with some olive oil and balsamic vinegar. And it's amazing. I could eat an entire bag of arugula every single night. Getting more fruits and vegetables is always on the top of people's resolutions lists. And juicing is a really good way to do that. So my guest for today's episode, Sabrina, she created Grassroots Juicery, which is a great juice shop and cafe in Brooklyn, um, in Williamsburg. But what I really like about Sabrina, and you'll hear it when you you hear our conversation in the podcast, is she's just, she's super low key. She's kind of the opposite of a health evangelist even though she's created this brand and this company, she's just refreshingly real. And she's been profiled in Vogue and Refinery29, but she doesn't claim to be this expert that has everything figured out. And I think it's really, really important that even people within the the kind of wellness world aren't necessarily eating perfectly or working out every single day. We're all human. We all have varying approaches to how we treat our health and our fitness and our nutrition. So because none of us really have it figured out, I think it's all about small positive changes that you can make to have a happier and more active and ultimately healthier lifestyle. And I think the more specific you get about those changes and how you're going to implement them, the better time you'll have sticking to them and really committing to it in the year ahead. Um, so yeah, set positive intentions for yourself, but don't, don't go too crazy. 
Okay, last but not least, in this episode, we do not talk about juice that much, but I do want to share some of the grassroots juicery mixes and juices that they do sell because even if you don't live in New York and you don't have access to grassroots juicery, you can go to your local health shop or anywhere where you get juices or smoothies and request these blends, and I think they're very good. So there are two that I really like. One is called Skin Glow. It's so good. It is red apple, cucumber, pineapple, kale, ginger, and lemon. Delicious. It goes down so smoothly and you have all of those amazing nutrients. The other shot that I really like, and it's great, especially because we're in winter and lots of people have colds and you want to keep your immune system healthy, it's called Zinger. So it's lemon, cayenne pepper, echinacea, and ginger. And this is actually something you can make at home. Echinacea sold it, again, most health food shops. I love having liquid echinacea drops. I think they really do an amazing job of protecting you from colds. Um, Cayenne pepper, of course, lemon and ginger, super, super easy ingredients to have on hand and a great way to start your morning. Okay. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. Thank you everyone for rating the podcast, for leaving a review, for subscribing. Thank you for everyone who has been part of the Naked Beauty Planet community on Instagram. I love hearing from you all. And yeah, I'm just, I'm excited for for 2019 and, and this next year for the Naked Beauty community. Thank you all so much for your continued support. It really means the world to me. All right. Let's get into my discussion with Sabrina. You'll know real when you get it. It will say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like a gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. I am sitting here with Sabrina Diaz. Hello. She is a, I guess, wellness entrepreneur, a woman in business, which we love. You started Grassroots Juicery how long ago? Um, five years ago. Five years ago. Yeah. Okay. So would you say you're in the wellness space? I would definitely say I'm in the wellness space, yes. Okay. You didn't sound 100% about I, aligning yourself I just in feel that like, space. Yeah, I'm in the wellness space. I just, I feel like the wellness space is like a new thing. So true. true. Yeah. And I, I feel like what I appreciate about you is that you don't pretend to be perfect. Like you have it all figured out. Like, I feel like there are a lot of people within that space that are like, I do yoga every morning, yeah. only drink water with lemon and no, not me. I'm perfect. Right. No. And it's like a little bit of a turnoff. Yeah. Your wellness, but with like a relatability that I think connects more with people. 
Yeah, women. I love that. I yeah, definitely think that's what I am. Yeah, and also like we live in New York City, so how well can you really be? Yeah, do you know what I mean? De- it's really hard <laughs> with like a pizza shop on every corner. It's definitely difficult. And just how busy everyone is, yeah. like just the stress level. Like I, I'm going back and forth to LA a lot now for work. Yeah. And I just see how truly relaxed people are there. Yeah. It's, I just, I was in LA for one night, um, just a few days ago and it's definitely like very eye-opening on how different, you know, and lax people are there. It's yeah. very easy to have a chill lifestyle and like stay healthy all the time. It's, you know, it's a, it's a different vibe in New York. Yeah. And I think that New Yorkers wear stress on their sleeve is almost like a badge of how busy they are and how much they have. Like, oh, I'm so stressed. I have so much to do. I have so many meetings. Like I'm doing so much. And it's like, that's not, is that something to be proud of? Yeah, for sure. And people in LA are much more like, yeah, what day is it? Yeah. Today's Wednesday. (laughs) And I'm like, I'm so jealous. Like, how I do know. I get to be like that? Yeah. But you're an East Coast girl. You grew I up am. in New Jersey. I grew up in Jersey. What was that like? Um, I grew up in a neighborhood that, an affluent neighborhood. Okay. Um, I was the only Hispanic girl in um, probably my whole high school. Oh, there were really? 300 people in each grade, 300 people oh, in my grade. You were the only one? I was the only Hispanic. Oh my God. <laughs> Um, Was it mostly white or? Mostly white, yeah, all white. Okay. Um, And I mean, I loved it. I, you know, I was very fortunate to be brought up in a a good neighborhood, a good school system. But um, I found myself, you know, not really at ease with who I was. Mm, A Um, lot of hair straightening. Oh, my God. My hair (laughs) would, you never caught dead curly. Um, And your curls are so, like, you have beautiful ringlets. I've embraced my curls only as of, like, three years ago. Oh, my God. Um, because my niece, my sister's daughter, she came out with like these insane curls and I was obsessed with them. My sister was like, you have these curls. You've just been straightening your hair for years. Right. Um, so yeah, it was a lot of trying to fit in and, you know. Where are your parents from? Dominican Republic. Okay. Um, you know, they, English is not their first language. So I was always very embarrassed of them, you know, meeting other parents. Mm or going to school functions. Um, And I look back on it now and I'm mad at myself. Right, Um, right. But yeah, that was was kind of what Jersey was like, you know, suburban, lots of house parties. Yeah. Lots of kids with, you know, too much money doing (laughs) crazy stupid things. things. Yeah. So you're first generation. Yep. So I would imagine that in your household, you probably had very distinct like cultural things oh that at the God. time you were ashamed of. Yes. But now looking back, it's probably like such a rich Sick. source. Of, yeah. yeah. You're like, why would I ever even care about this? Yeah. This is amazing. Yeah. My household was like the household, you know, after school, um, most people had like snacks. You'd come to my house and it was like a full on like five course meal of, <laughs> of rice fried and plantains. beans, fried plantains, like fried salami. Yeah. Um, you know, like a beautiful avocado salad. And it wasn't towards like, you know, more into high school where my friends would come over super stoned and then they started to really appreciate <laughs> more like, than I did. They were like, the string cheese at home is not yeah. cutting it. Like we're going and to I Sabrina's. I was like, oh, okay. This, I, you guys like it. This is cool. Yeah. yeah. Come over. You know, my friend Joanna, she'll still say to this day, she's never tasted an avocado until she came to my house, oh my which is wild. <laughs> 
How do you feel about, especially because I know at Grassroots Juicery, you guys sell snacks as well as juice. Yeah. Just how trendy avocado has become. Like you probably just grew up eating it as just like a whatever thing. And now it's like this like almost status symbol, you could argue. It's crazy. I mean, and it's it's in a lot of wellness things, you know. If you, when I go back to Dominican Republic, there's, you know, there's fresh juice isn't like a thing that you question. Like, oh, is that fresh? Is that Mm. fresh squeezed juice? It's like, you know, I don't know. I I feel like I find that with like a lot of things in the wellness world these days. Where white Americans are kind of acting like they invented something that's (laughs) been around for a long time. Yeah, Yeah. I see a lot of that. That's why I also think it's so amazing that there's so many women of color in the wellness space now because it feels like there's been an effort, maybe not an effort to exclude, but maybe our voices haven't been as visible, um, but it's like, hey, we're here and this is part of our culture as well. And we've been doing it for a long time. Yeah. So did your mom have like particular things that she grew up doing? Yeah. um, That she passed on to you? For sure. You know, when an avocado was going bad, I was like, oh, this is garbage. She's like, oh, that's going in my hair. Yeah. That's a hair (laughs) mask. That's a face mask. Yes. Um, Love it. Like uh, bruises. Uh, When you had a bad bruise, it was like, She'd make this concoction of like sugar, honey, and ginger, and it would just go like straight on our our whatever like bruise oh, we interesting. had. Um, I don't know if it really had any science behind <laughs> it, but there were but definitely did it work? yeah, there were definitely and there's you know there's things here and there that she's definitely passed down and yeah, that's really cool. I feel like there's so many things like that when. As you get older, you see that like ginger root is like the fourth ingredient behind like a bunch of BS. And it's yeah. just skip those yeah. four first chemicals and just go straight to like the ginger root, go straight yeah. to the natural source. Yep. So, okay. Juicing. Mm-hmm. How did you become passionate enough to start an entire brand and business around juice? I've kind of always like had a knack for kind of like feeling trends kind of like right before they're about to explode. Okay. And I started seeing the juice trend coming about. Mm -hmm. Um, Like what year was this? Ooh, this was like when Blueprint first, when they were the only people delivering cleanses. So Mm -hmm. I don't even know when that was. Maybe six years ago. I saw my friends spending all this money on juice. Yeah. And like- $14. $14. Yeah. And I was like, I grew up, my family's, um, they own supermarkets. So I grew up in the oh, supermarket okay. business. Okay. I've literally was like, my playground was a supermarket. Yeah. Like I didn't, you know, when I didn't have someone to watch me, I was like bagging groceries at age three. Um, so I, I was very intrigued that people were obsessing over juice yeah. so much and knowing um, produce and knowing kind of like not so much a similar business, but a little bit like supermarket business, I became like really interested in it, you know? So I did my first blueprint cleanse. And Um, when you did the cleanse, was your goal to lose weight, to reset, to like see what this whole thing is about? Because I feel like I always go into cleanses wanting to lose weight, which is like not what you're supposed to do. Yeah. I went into it to kind of reset and, you know, like, oh, cool. This is like juicing is the thing. I'm going to reset and try and see if this can be part of my lifestyle. You know, I always knew that I wanted to work for myself. I always knew that I wanted my own business. I didn't know what it was. And I just, I 
didn't relate to any juice bars in the city. Mm. Juice Press was just starting and becoming big and they felt kind of too sterile. Like I didn't feel like I could go in there unless I was like 100% vegan or (laughs) did like that weird boxing thing that like a lot of those people (laughs) Juice Press do. Liquidaria was my only juice bar, but they were still missing something. Yeah. Um, And I was like, I'm going to do this. You know, I was working in um, Brooklyn in the neighborhood where Grassroots is at at my family store and the neighborhood was changing. And it was just like, I just had an epiphany. Like, I'm not the only one that needs this. Like, this needs to be done. Yeah. What types of juices do you, like, because I feel like there are smoothies, there are juices, there are all different types of things. Like, do you focus on one specifically? No, because that was another thing I wanted to make sure we didn't do was focus on like being vegan or being, Mm. you know, now being paleo or... Keto or whatever yeah. the new term is, yeah. I wanted like a space where everyone felt comfortable, mm. like where being healthy didn't feel intimidating. So we do cold press juices. Okay, all yeah. cold press juices. All cold press. And then we have, you know, juices made on the spot in a centrifugal juice, juicer, okay. smoothies. Okay. And um, what does cold press really mean? So cold press, it's the way the juice is extracted. Okay. It's extracted with the hydraulic press, so like okay. with weight almost. So you kind of like get the pulp of the fruit or the vegetable and then it goes into a bag or a cloth and it gets pressed with weight. Um, And then the juice is extracted. So there's no heat added. So all the nutrients are 100% intact, 100% raw. Whereas like a, you know, a centrifugal juicer, the blade is heating up. So it's causing Ah. heat, which causes um, the nutrients to break down. So I see, I see. So that's the main difference. So like if I get juice from like, there's like a bodega on the corner. Like if yeah. I get juice from there, are is you, it- Are they making it in front of you? They make it there. Yeah. It's very loud machines. But yeah. like, I don't, like are the carrots organic? Like, I don't know. No, probably not. They're not, right? Because if they are, they would say. Yeah. I always steer people towards the cold pressed juice. I'm like, yeah. if you're spending money on juice, you might as well- Get the good shit. The real stuff. Yeah. So are people coming in drinking juice as like a an in-between snack or are they coming in and drinking juice as like their meal? Um, it's a mixture of both. Okay. Yeah. One of the things, I'm really curious to get your opinion on this. I feel like, um, let me not put this on the wellness world because I feel like it's just in general, but I feel like there is almost like um, an, an anorexia that is socially accepted when it's put in the frame of cleansing um, or like an elimination diet where it's now perfectly okay to say out loud, like, oh no, like I'm not eating this week. Like I'm only drinking juice or like I'm fasting or I'm only drinking hot water and lemon for the next seven days. And it feels like, well, that's kind of concerning because food is important. And there are times and moments for cleanses. And some people, even people that listen to the show tell me that they do cleanses for extended amounts of time. But I just worry that there's this like conflation between starving yourself and cleansing for your health that's happening all too frequently. Do you think about like how you message in a way that's responsible? I definitely do. I mean, I used to do cleanse sales for Black Friday and the new year. And I'm like, I this Black Friday, I didn't do one. Mm. I feel like I don't really want to 
I, I, I felt like I had to be careful with how I mm. promoted it, but like, I don't want to push that. And I, because of that, like, I see exactly what you just explained. Yeah. And, you know, one of my best friends struggled with this like horrible eating disorder mm. and it's just, I don't know. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, I think we were talking earlier about this temptation to compare yourself to yeah. other people and everyone in New York is like a triple zero mm-hmm. and so skinny. And it's like, how and Instagram are you doesn't help. It's like right. you see these people that you compare yourself to and you don't realize, you know, they're, they're posting their best picture or yeah. a Photoshop picture. Yeah. And it sucks. It's yeah. like you find yourself comparing yourself to these people and it's not real. Yeah. But it's good that you're being responsible about it. Because I think that juice is actually really good. Like yeah. it's the amount of fruits and vegetables you can get into your diet through juicing, yeah. you just like could never consume yeah. that amount of celery yeah. or beets or yeah. what are your favorite vegetables to juice? Um, My favorite vegetables to juice. I like spinach. It doesn't juice very well. Okay. At all, actually, but I love like a green juice with spinach, um, cucumber. I need a juice on the sweeter side, so like mm. apple or pear. I love okay. pear because there's less sugar and it's actually really sweetens the juice well. Oh, really? Okay. Um, but yeah, lemon, ginger, lemon. I always get lemon and ginger in all my juices because yeah. I'm like I need it yeah. to counteract all yeah. of this green vegetable For sure. situation. Yeah, I actually don't even like green juice that much. Really? <laughs> Scandalous. Scandalous know, on record. Okay. So you must have a huge spike in sales around New Year's, right? Yeah. Where people are like, I'm this, it's happening. I'm yeah. back on it. Mm-hmm. And that's why I used to do the cleanse. I was like, you know, new year, but then I don't want to promote like new year, like get your shit together. Like, right. So it's tough, but I think <laughs> it's like New Year, same you. But yeah. I, I don't know. I, I go back and forth about New Year's resolutions and like if they really matter because some of me feels like, great, we should always be self-improving and why not use January as an opportunity to yeah. reset? I get a little turned off when like the gym I go to regularly is just like packed and I'm like, who are you people? <laughs> yeah. Where were you September, October, November, December? And like, why can't I even get a space? Um <sighs> There are good things about creating New Year's resolutions and then there are bad things. But I feel like one of the things that I'm coming to terms with is this idea of there's continual self-improvement and then there's this idea of chasing perfection that you'll never get. And I always want to make sure that I'm not trying to go too close to perfection because that's just not (laughs) possible. Do you make New Year's resolutions? I do. I try. And like you said, I find, you know, January, it's a great excuse to, you know, to get on track and figure out, you know, a better situation in whatever aspect. But I do make resolutions. My best friend, Olivia, actually started this thing, which I'm sure other people do, but every New Year's, she'd make us write a letter to ourselves. Oh, wow. Um, I love that idea. And then she would mail it back to us, I think the following year, a few years later. Oh, wow. But we'd like state our resolutions and like kind of where we are in life and like where we want to so be, cool. where we see. Yeah, I, I've always, I've always loved that. How um, is it opening that letter? It's shocking. I feel like I, I wouldn't open it. Like yeah. I'd see it and I'd be like, I can't open that. It's gonna give me anxiety. One year I put cash in mine. I was like, oh, sick. <laughs> 
Um, but no, it's good. It's, you know, you, especially when you're at a totally different place yeah. and where you, if you're closer to where, you know, you, you wrote down, you want it to be, it's, it's nice. Mm-hmm. In terms of trying to like totally change or overhaul your approach to eating or like working out, I have found that adding things in is always easier than taking things away. Mm -hmm. So I always, I talk very openly on this podcast about my sugar addiction. Like I just don't know how to stop. And I'm like- I can't stop. (laughs) But I'm like, if I just, if I focus less on cutting back on sugar and focus on like, okay, every day, no matter, because I can always eat. So I'm like every day, no matter what, if I have like greens, like every single meal that I'm having, like just try to have like raw green, like arugula on the side or adding things in that feels like much more doable than- Taking things out. That makes sense. Taking things out. But the sugar thing, so, cause, but you did Whole30. I did Whole30. And, and the sugar thing was brutal. I, I mean, they say that you're not even supposed to have that many dates. And I was just like, every date that I could get my hands on, oh. I was like. <laughs> I've had full on binges. My <laughs> friends think I'm joking when I tell them I have binge eating disorder. They're like, bro, shut I'm like, I no, no, literally no. can okay, eat you. like a container of dates. Yeah. And like, I look up like in a haze and I'm like, why did I do that? Yeah. But it's always when I'm trying to limit my sugar intake, which is when it gets out of control. I know. I was reading somewhere that I think it's if you limit yourself for three weeks after that, it's like kind of easy to coast clear. Oh, yeah. I've done it once before and it was, I would actually look at a cupcake and be so turned off by it. And I was like, what is this new brain that I have? Yeah. It's crazy to the way you've done. Did you realize that you felt better without sugar? Oh my, so much more energy. My skin was, I mean, I, I I felt, everything felt better. Yeah. I just, I did that maybe a year and a half ago and I have never been able to return. Yeah. It's rough. It's also just in everything. Sugar is in everything. Everything, everything. It's sugar. Yeah. Sugar is in everything. And you're technically not supposed to have any added sugar in your diet. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like trying to get under a certain, I'm trying to get to the point where I don't eat desserts. That's tough. (laughs) It's just really tough because they're so good. And it's like, I always want them. You can do fruit. Yeah, but it's not the same. Yeah, no. Yeah. I mean, fruit is usually like the the appetizer yeah. for a better dessert. Yeah. I'm like, I'll start with blueberries. And then I'm like, you know what? I want like a real dessert. Let me yeah. get a milk bar really quick oh, and get a God. cookie. Yeah. I think that also, unfortunately with sugar, there is like an instant satisfaction that comes with having it that other substitute foods just like don't. Like if 100%. I eat an apple, like I'm just... I'm not really satisfied. Yeah, 100%. But I feel like salts, like chips and stuff like that, I could cut out. I have no problem. It's just sugar. Mm -hmm. That's my downfall. It's more addictive than cocaine, right? It's, I guess so. (laughs) I know. Maybe, so you said it's three weeks? Yeah. Three weeks, no sugar. Yeah. And then I think it's it's kind of easy after that. So when you did Whole30, mm-hmm. what, what did you have to change about your diet? I don't know that much about Whole30, actually. So there's no dairy, no grains, okay. no sugar, no processed anything. So no bread. Nope. No alcohol. No alcohol. No cheese. No cheese. It's basically- a Can you light. have fruit? You can have fruit, but um, you should be careful with that too. Um and no legumes, so no beans, no chickpeas. So what do you um, eat? <laughs> um, Grilled chicken and yeah, romaine? protein and, and greens, basically. Mm. And dates are even frowned upon, so. Because they have too much sugar? Yeah. 
Interesting. It's tough, but I I must say I've never felt so good. Really? Like I felt amazing. I had like the most energy Energy. I've ever had. I could trek around the city like insane. Really? And I'm usually like dragging my feet like, oh, I have to get on the subway, fighting if I'm going to like get on the subway or take a cab. I'm like, (laughs) no, I'm… Were you also exercising? Were there Um, other things or was it really just the diet? I was exercising, but it was really the diet. Like, mm. and I, I was probably very affected by it because of the amount of sugar I have on a mm. daily basis, and um, I think the dairy, dairy and sugar, really, you know, once I cut those things out for yeah. me, those things really don't do my system well. I know. The crazy thing is I'm lactose intolerant, but I just like do it anyway. <laughs> I'm just like mac and cheese. Why yeah. not? Like I did. My body's like, no, don't. Yeah. But I'm like, but I want it. It's just, I also think it's so funny because I talk to a lot of women and they'll say that they have a really um, negative self dialogue, like that they're too hard on themselves. Mm-hmm. And I think that I'm the opposite problem oh, where really? I'm like, <laughs> you work so hard today. Like you deserve this. Yeah. It's like, I'm constantly like, telling myself that I deserve to do things, yeah. which is like not productive for like yeah. where I want to be. But I have like the opposite of being too hard on myself yeah. or restricting. I'll find myself doing that inner monologue when I know that I shouldn't be doing something. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just trying to find an excuse. Yeah. You're like, you know what? You run a business. Yeah. You do all this stuff. You like just ran on the treadmill. You, oh, yeah. you can have this. I know. Someone was actually talking to me about the fact that working out is pretty much nothing. I mean, like diet is pretty much everything in terms yeah. of your body weight and like what I your body looks like. I agree with that. But working out is so much easier than eating well. Yeah. For me at least. Yeah. Because it's like fun. It's like sports. Do you work yeah. out? Are you? I do work out. I um, I really try to work out as often as possible. I'm just, it's so hard to get me there and it's so hard to keep me there. Yeah. <laughs> I do my best when I'm working with a trainer or- Oh, really? Yeah, in a class. Oh, see, like I hate a trainer situation. Oh, God, if I don't have someone like supervising me and making sure that I'm doing something, I'll just be on my phone the whole time. When you are doing things either for like your diet or working out, do you find that the primary motivation is how it will make you feel or is it how you will look? Because I'm trying to get to the how it will make me feel and I'm still in the how how I'll look. Yeah, it's definitely how I will look. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Um, I'm happy that you're being honest about that because I feel like people pretend like that's not what's motivating them. It's definitely how I will look. But then once I get like there, I'm like, oh, wow, I feel good. Like I'm more confident. But do you think you feel good because you look better? Probably, yeah. (laughs) Because like I always try to ask myself like, if this didn't change your physical appearance at all, would you like, are the benefits that much worth the yeah. like pain? Like, I feel like it's just the thrill of like, yeah, oh, these jeans look really good. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough. That's, that's a fine line. Um, but like I said, like whole 30, I felt amazing. Yeah. And I think about that all the time, you know, I'm a pretty lazy person. So, <laughs> but okay, you can't be that lazy. Having if you started energy, a whole business. Like, and- the amount of energy I had, I was just like, oh, wow, I could like take over the fucking world. What's your um, star sign? I'm a Virgo. Oh, so you're already a perfectionist. Yeah. You're already a hard worker. Hard on myself though. Virgos aren't lazy. Oh, you are hard on yourself. So what's your internal monologue like? Like, why would you do that? Why are you going to do that? Or, you know, I I just find myself second guessing myself Mm. always. Mm. And then I need to like, 
be like, no, just do it. Like, just do it. Just do it. Women in general are hard on you, are hard on themselves. Yeah. And then when you add on um, being in New York, trying mm-hmm. to be a professional in New York and being in a, you're in a very competitive field, it's like natural that you would have a slightly self-critical internal monologue. Do you ever like check it? Like, are you ever like, okay, Sabrina, like- Yes, I do. Why are you yelling at yourself yeah. right now? I constantly have to. Do you meditate at all? I don't. Okay. I want to. Yeah. Can I, I tell you some of my honest thoughts about meditating? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's really- <laughs> I don't think, okay. I just can't bring myself to like not be in my head. Like how do people do that? Yeah. I'm meditating and I'll be like trying to think of nothing. And I'm thinking about like the color of the paint on the, like. Yeah. That I'm, A thousand things. Knows. I found that active meditation is like what I like. What is that? So like active meditation is just like focusing on a single thing. So you could be like chopping vegetable. Like I love to cook and that's like, I think find that that's like active meditation, but not, oh. not also doing a million things while you're cooking, not like watching a show on Netflix while you're cooking, but like just cooking yeah. and just being at peace that with makes that. Sense. Or I like love that. Washing the dishes or going. I love washing the dishes okay. and everyone See, is like, why are you washing the dishes? I'm like, this is, I love this. This is relaxing. Yeah. That's okay, your meditation. So that makes sense. That's your meditation. Cause I think that there's like, um, people really put a premium on this, like sitting with your legs crossed in silence. Yeah. That's just not my personnel. I just, I can't do that. No, I can't either. Uh, Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. For a lot of people, it's like running, working out, right? Like when you're just focused on your physical body and your breath, that's meditation. So I don't think you need to be like sitting still to meditate well. But I'm also like very hyperactive. So maybe that's why I can't really meditate. Mm -hmm. I think recently everything in wellness like becomes a trend, you know, like, Celery juice. I'm sorry, but it's like, that's like. Oh, is that a trend? I didn't even know that. Yeah. People are like, oh, they've just discovered that like celery juice in the morning is like very good for you. I feel like that's like from the 90s. Oh, everything is like, this has been done forever. Yeah. The guy that invented the cold press machine is like so old. He's, it's, I don't know. I just get, I think everything in wellness is like, it, it's gone to an extreme almost. Yeah. It's just um, weird that everyone is like adaptogens. It's like charcoal, know, everything. Charcoal. It, that went crazy. Matcha. <laughs> oh my God. Um, the matcha trend is pretty obnoxious. Yeah. Everything is like such a thing in wellness. Um, why is that? Do you think it's the people that are drawn to the industry? Like, why is wellness? I think it's fucking millennials. Mm. It's my generation, our generation. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, you know, this shit has been done forever. I know. But the thing is, millennials come from such diverse backgrounds that it's weird yeah. that there is this, like, even just in the branding, like, what's this um, vitamin company? Hims, hers? Oh, God, Yeah. And I'm like, are you different from Thinks and Casper? And like, <laughs> I'm not going to bash our generation. I think we're amazing. But I also think that like, hey, I don't know. We've diluted a lot of things that just, you know, it's everything. is just like you said, it's like a thing. Everything's a thing. Yeah. I think that maybe that's also the why podcasts are becoming so popular mm-hmm. because we're inundated with so much short form nothingness yes. and superficiality that For actually- sure. People do have this craving and desire to go 
long form and yeah. like get into something. So mm-hmm. there may be this counter cultural movement that comes as a response to yeah. this really like. Um, I love podcasts. I, yeah. you know, I, I relate to them way more than Instagram or anything. Yeah. There's also just something nice about like a non-sterilized, perfect product. Like yes. everything is so, um, yeah. I guess minimalist is the design term that people use for what yeah. I feel is often just like shallow and sterile. And yeah, has I'm emotion. so attracted to like, you know, when I meet someone that you know, whoever that's just you know, I hear them on a pod- podcast or like, you know, hear their flaws. It's like that's so much better than like oh, not. Yeah. That's what I was saying. It's like great that you identify as just like a real person in the world that is flawed yeah, as we I'm all so are flawed. versus all of the like perfect annoying like mannequins we have. But you're very like on trend. You've got, I love your hoop earrings. Thank I'm obsessed. You. <laughs> You've got amazing rings, amazing Thank earrings. You've you. got like this beautiful like iridescent. Is it like a purple shadow? Oh, yes, it what is. What is the shadow? It's, um, I've really been into like uh, holographic. Is that how you say it? Yeah, yeah. Um, eyeshadows. They're very... It's beautiful. Who makes um, this? Kat Von. Kat Von D. Yeah. Okay. Love. She makes great eyeshadows and love. great pigments, like yeah. um, lipsticks. I love her stuff. Yes. People like hate her now because of this. Um, What's going on? It's like boring YouTube beauty gossip, but like I guess she's come out very strongly against vaccination. Uh, so, okay. I'm not a mother. I actually don't know enough about this issue to have an opinion, Uh but apparently it's like very bad to be anti-vax. Really? Because you're just like supposed to vaccinate your children. Okay. I'm speaking again from a place of ignorance. I don't know. I don't know the arguments on both sides, but people literally have boycotted Kat Von D. Oh God. Do you follow Estee Laundry? No, oh, what's that? Oh my God, you have to. It's like the diet prod of the For beauty. For beauty? Yes, <gasps> you'll lose yourself. Oh my gosh. And it's so interesting because I love natural beauty mm-hmm. for skincare and hair care. But then when it comes to makeup, I've tried. Like I've tried to buy my makeup from Whole Foods. It's just not no. for me. Like the pigments, like it's just not. There's this one brand called Kosas. Have you seen them? K-O-S-O-S. And they're all natural. They're they're great. And they have like but actual I, pigments? Yeah. Okay. I've only tried their lipstick. Okay. But I'm totally on the same page as you. I'm like, <laughs> give me those chemicals. <laughs> give me the chemicals. I need like a high impact highlighter yeah. shine. Yeah. So there's like a Sephora right here. There's a Sadly. Sephora right there where, where I work. Um, I'm not proud of the fact that I'm like a Rouge VIB or whatever. <laughs> like I'm not. They're like, congratulations. I'm like, no, I'm ashamed. Yes. So what I've been trying to tell myself is that I will not buy another version of something that I already, like I'm basically oh, but waiting. That's so hard to do. But okay, but can I tell you that I finished like two concealers that I had had forever and it was so satisfying. Like to get to the end of a lip gloss, it was NARS, the NARS Radiant Creamy Concealer. Yeah, I used that at one point. um, Which I love. And then I had a um, MAC concealer that like I didn't really love, but I was Mm -hmm. like, it's here, like let me just finish it. And then Mm -hmm. I bought like a whole new one. Wow. Um, Finishing lip gloss is maybe top 10 most satisfying experiences of life. life. I finished the Fenty Gloss Bomb. I've like had it since, but I buy lip glosses all the time. And I'm like, there's no scenario in which you actually need another lip gloss. You have like 10 in every bag and every beauty thing. It's so hard. For me, my downfall is red lipstick. (sighs) Okay. Uh, And I have like, I'll buy like every, (laughs) 
every kind. I literally have one drawer that's just red just lipstick. Just red li- What's your like ultimate holy grail? Because I feel like everyone has Dragon their- Girl, NARS. Oh, really? Okay. And Lady Danger by MAC, but that's like a more orange and it's okay. kind of like my summer red. Okay. Um, and I just got like for the winter, a deeper red. I just got like one of those um, Dior like lip stain. Oh, like the lip matte. tattoo thing? Yeah. Or, okay. I don't know how I feel about it. Um, I don't like Dior's beauty products, to be honest. Yeah, I liked their their like balm. That, like, I feel like I would never go to G- yeah. Dior for lip balm. And then I was like, uh, no wonder I got pressured into buying these two Dior lipsticks is because like Sephora was having like a Dior thing. Oh, like, yeah. Hate when that happens. I feel like such an asshole. Yeah, yeah. The desire to always have new things, mm-hmm. like as much as I try to pretend that I'm immune to it, it's just so real. Satisfying and real, yeah. So, okay, New Year's resolution, what is yours? To stop buying shit, to stop buying stupid shit that I don't need. Like exactly that. I have a desire to have anything new. Putting something new on just like makes me feel good. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Have you tried Rent the Runway? I haven't tried Rent the Runway, but my brother's wife is like hardcore Rent the Runway for years and she's like raves about it. I am doing the unlimited um, subscription now, which you basically get like three or four pieces. But do they have good shit? Here's the thing. Like, I feel like you're a, you're a design snob. Like, it's a lot of like Diane von Furstenberg and okay. Millie. Yeah. Millie, okay, but Millie's not there. But it's like Parker. I'm trying to okay. think of the brands that are on yeah. there. Vince. Yeah. Um, you're not getting yeah. a Prada anything. I tried Armium. I don't, mm, I don't I've never know heard of that. They're kind of like a higher, but more for like gowns and like okay, special like special events. Yeah. Why I like Rent the Runway is because sometimes you're just like going out on date night and you yes. just want like a cute new, exactly. like you just want something new. Yeah. And like, it's really nice because I'll rent things that I know I could never own because they're like all white. Like yeah. they dry clean it. Like you don't have to worry about messing it up. Amazing. I or like a that. really bright color, like a bright yellow something or a bright yeah. orange. Like how many times can you wear a bright orange dress without yeah. people being like, That's my problem. I'll end up buying that bright orange yeah. dress and I'll wear it once and I'm like over it yeah yeah. I started to real real a bunch of stuff Ugh, though the real real is like you know I'm like I need to get my check before I spend it on something else yes because <laughs> that it's a, is that's a, the best though it's like a risk but okay yeah. this is what's so bad I now get my real real I get credit site credit instead of a check so it's just like, it's like I buy, I sell, I buy, I sell. I know I want to do that, but I shouldn't. No, but you know what though? I like it because it makes me feel totally not guilty about shopping. Yeah. Because it's like I've earned My this. friend Stephanie does that. That's like the only, basically one of the only ways she shops now. Yeah. And then I like pester my husband. I'm like, you haven't worn that Burberry French coat in a <laughs> long time. That. He's like, babe, like how much are you going to sell for? I'm like, it'll go for like 30, <laughs> 30 bucks credit. He's like, what the hell? This is like a $300 thing. I'm like, yeah, but it's like yeah, not. You don't it's need old. It. You don't need it. Like $30 for me. Like I could I get like taking, a Rick Owens yeah. tank top. I was taking a bunch of shit to Beacons and I was doing that to my boyfriend. And I was oh like, you don't, you don't wear this. Yeah. Beacons. Mm. Yeah. It's just for like shit. Yeah, and it has to be stuff that you really, yeah. really. I have a lot of vintage. I have a lot okay. of vintage. I used to buy and resell vintage okay. before grassroots. So oh, that makes sense when you say that you're like trend yeah. watcher. It's like, and for me, you know, every vintage piece is like a sentimental situation with me. So it's mm. like so hard to get rid of. And 
I love and like I love still still okay. Um. So yeah, like kind of shittier vintage. I'll take to Beacons. Yeah, and for people listening outside of New York City, <laughs> Beacons Closet is like. <sighs> It's, Plato's closet. That's probably like outside New York. But yeah. Oh, really? I don't know. No, what that but keeps going. But basically you can buy things there and also sell yeah. designer. Like I'm using designer in quotes. It could also just be like a trendy, cool thing. Yeah. But they basically give you pennies. Like yeah. you'll bring in a dress that with a tag on it that yeah. retails for two hundred dollars. And they'll be like, here's ten dollars. <laughs> like if that. Yeah. If that. Or they'll be like, no, sorry, we don't want yeah. this. And you're like, what do you mean? This is like a perfectly good. So they're like a little bit s- snobbish about yeah. the whole thing. Um, but it is a good resource. And I think that just from a sustainability standpoint, it's so good that people are getting like more and more into. For sure. Yeah. And it makes sense when you're saying like you used to buy and sell um, uh, vintage stuff because you're like a trend watcher. Yeah. Has that always been like part of yeah, for me, the vintage is like always, I've always found that I always wanted to stand out. Hmm. Um, and I express myself a lot through clothing. So I was always just like on the hunt for something super cool. Yeah. And then when I would use, when I was like super into fashion and watching like runway shows always, when you know. Style.com. Yeah. R.I.P. Oh my God. Is the that, best. Oh my God. Yeah, it's not around anymore. Wow. Um, yeah, style.com. I would be like, I want this, but I can't afford it. Yeah. And they obviously got them the inspiration yeah. from something vintage. So yeah. I'm going to find it. Yeah. It takes a lot of, um, I don't know, people aren't necessarily willing to put in that effort. So they just like. No. Yeah. And that's why you see like all these vintage places now that have amazing vintage. And I just, you know, they're selling amazing pieces, but they're so overpriced. Yeah. But it's for the people that aren't willing to put in that effort. Totally, totally. Um, But me, I'm just like, oh, this is so good, but I can find this. Yeah. But you're like a fashion girl. Like, I feel like, so before we reconnected, when I knew you before, (laughs) you were at fashion school, right? I was. I was at LIM and then FIT. Yeah. And like- like, I don't even know if we should, like, get into this right now. But there's, like, we weren't dating the same person at the same time, but we sort of yeah. were involved with the same man whose name I won't um, mention. But, like, he was kind of telling me he was single. And I'm sure he was telling you he was single as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, who is Sabrina Diaz? Like, who is this person? And you were probably like, who is, who is Brooke? Brooke? Yeah. What the Going fuck? Going on Facebook, trying to find you. Yep. Oh, my God. But you know what? <laughs> it's really funny because— I think it's more common. I don't know. Guys are just trash sometimes. I mean, yeah. if you think about it, what did we really expect from like a party promoter? That's exactly. sounds, sounds exactly. really mean. No. If we're just being honest, but like that's really what it was. Yeah. And then we but probably like weren't even young, the only we weren't even like, the only ones. Probably. No, are you kidding me? I know several other. I feel like you guys were like in an actual relationship towards yeah, the end of it. But yeah, we were like 19. Nine, yeah, very young. And like nightlife was life. <laughs> oh my God. Looking back Ten on those June. days. Oh my gosh. 10 June, butter. Oh my um, God. Monday nights the, at butter. Yeah. Thursday nights at Kane. Kane. Oh. Um, runway. Do you remember that place? Runway. Runway. Mr. Wow. West. <laughs> Mr. West. <laughs> runway really. Mr. West was like right here. Mr. West was very close it was to on here. on the west side. Um, I remember the like cattle call, like meet at the door, wear oh, heels, God, yeah. like so Must I can like heels. 
get a check for showing up with you. Like, I feel like maybe people outside of New York like don't understand how this works, but basically always, not always a guy. Actually, always a guy. Did you know any girls that were promoters? I no, never did. No, A guy is paid for bringing underage girls in high heels and too much makeup into a club. And like, we would just like line up and be like, oh my gosh, we get free cranberry vodka. Like not realizing that they were getting like- Or like the dinner before sometimes. The dinner before. Wouldn't know and be like, oh my God, this is so fun. (laughs) Yeah, like all this shit at like whatever restaurant. And it's like, you know, they're all getting comped. Yeah. And then like the models that would be there, like the actual, because I feel like also there's a great Sex in the City episode where Carrie Bradshaw's like, New York's the only city where like, cute doesn't cut it in this town. What's cute compared to supermodel? There's nothing like raising the subject of models among four single women to spice up an otherwise dull Tuesday night. I mean, they have this distant, sexy look. That's not sex, it's starvation. That's starvation in the best restaurants. Yeah. What I want to know is, when did all the men get together and decide that they would only get it up for giraffes with big breasts? <laughs> it's not just competing to date where, like, there are actual models. Like, actual models yeah. that are, like, on billboards. But, like, you would just be at these dinners with these models, and, like, they weren't really eating because they were all doing <laughs> drugs in the bathroom. And you're like, this is so weird. Like, what is this world? Did you know what was going on when you were, like, going out? with promoters or did you like figure it out after? In terms of like them getting paid to bring me out? I always knew they were getting paid, but somehow in my head, I thought it was an equal exchange, which is really the sad part. Yeah. Also the like trap of thinking like they really want to see you and they're trying to fill their quota. They're just, hey, you coming out tonight? And they're like, oh my gosh, he really wants to see me. It's like, he's just like, fuck, we're like short on people. Yeah. And then I feel horrible about this actually, but like looking back at my friends that stopped going out with me because they didn't have the right look or weren't tall enough or like literally like at 10 June, just here in meatpacking when a a bouncer would basically say like, point, you, 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 not you, you. It's so weird for me to describe to people that didn't go out in New York when they were like in their teenage years. Yeah, friends that would come visit, you know, they just started college somewhere else and they're like, oh, like, let's go visit Sabrina. And I couldn't bring them out. And I was like, that was like, you're a fucking bitch because like you're telling us to dress a certain way and wear heels. And I'm like, okay, but like, this is a situation here. But I don't think, does that happen? I feel like one, I'm 29, like I'm going to no one's club at this point, but like, is that even a scene still? It has to be. We're just not in it. Yeah. On the Tenju note, before I forget, yeah. um, remember the door guy, Alex, Julian? Of course. <laughs> of course. I see him vividly. <laughs> he, he came into grassroots and- No. Yes. And he was like, I'm like, I, there's no way. There's no fucking way he's going to remember yeah. me. I was like 16 when I was like going to his call. <laughs> there's no way. And then we let it slide the first time. But you time. look the same. And I don't think so. And then he came in again and I was, and then we like, we're like, okay, we got to address this. <laughs> and so he lives, he lived in the neighborhood. I think he just sold his apartment not too long ago, but like we reconnected. That's and like so funny. He, he even had like a employee, not an employee discount, but like a friends and family discount. <laughs> That's so funny. There was a guy named Steven who was the door guy at Beatrice Inn. Do you remember when Beatrice yeah. Inn was like not a restaurant and it was like yeah. a nightclub? It was actually really fun. Yeah. And then there was another place that he was the door R. guy R. at. though, be never anything like that. Oh, never. It'll never be that much fun. But yeah, I like ran into him and he was like, yeah, I remember you. And I was like, did you know I was like 15? And he was like, of course. <laughs> like everyone knew everyone I was I found my mom's moving out of our childhood home and I found the fake ID I used to use. And it's actually ridiculous. It was like a photocopy <laughs> passport of a woman, a Mexican woman um, with my 
picture like photocopied <laughs> on top of hers. And it said that I was 30. And, and you were like literally 17. I was so young. And my whole my whole thing was like when they would question me, I'd just start speaking Spanish. Be like, exchange student. <laughs> You'd be like, but I, I showed don't it understand. to my mom and she's like, I don't understand. I even sent it to like some friends. I was like, do you remember my, my the idea I used to go out with? And it was, it's literally like falling apart, like just like scotch tape. Oh my gosh. Hilarious. But like now you're in, at least from what I can tell, like a serious relationship. Yes. Are you happy that you did all of that? Yeah, for sure. Very happy. Like very, like almost before 21. Like you partied, you did the whole thing. Very happy. You were dating a promoter. Yeah. It's all done. Yes. And now you're like living Mm -hmm. your life as an adult. I'm happy. Like, I think, you know, you go through different stages in your life. You you learn about yourself. Mm-hmm. And, like, New York's kind of a tough place. It's mm-hmm. like, if I'm happy that I was, like, able to figure it out. But, like, some girls aren't. And mm-hmm. Drugs is a big thing yes. that people don't talk about. I mean, a lot of people going out are fueled by cocaine and MDMA mm-hmm. and all of the other stuff. And some people are able to do it for fun and then yeah. not do it. But mm-hmm. other people get addicted because they're really addictive substances yeah. and like their whole I life know, is like ruined. I know like a lot of a lot of my friends that are – a lot of people that I used to party with are like, you know, still down that really? path. Yeah. Like, but do they, are they still partying and doing it or they're just doing it like in everyday life? Like <laughs> – of partying and doing okay. it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So there is like still a party scene. Yeah. See, I'm like so disconnected. Yeah. There's definitely a party scene. We just don't. We're not there. Yeah. It's cool when you're young. I mean, it's not, I mean, partying is neither cool or nor uncool. Yeah. Um, but actually, I feel like when we were going out, it was kind of cool. Yeah. No, it was, it was like, definitely there was like a vibe. cool. And it was, cool I don't people. regret it. Um, I had so much fun. Yeah. It's like fun to not have anything to worry about. And your day was just about like, okay, where are we going? What are the beauty products or beauty trends that you're really loving at the moment? Um, I'm really into like a like super pigmented eye situation. Ooh. Bright colors. Bright colors. Okay, what colors are you experimenting? I just tried a blue shadow and it was life-changing. I love that. Um, lavender. I've really been Ooh. into lavender lately. Who makes your favorite eyeshadows? Sephora actually brand had a good one. Oh, really, the Sephora Professional Palette, okay, eyeshadow palette is amazing. Lime Crime, have you? Oh heard yes, of them? oh my god, they're, they're like big on Instagram, right? Yeah, their their pigments are amazing. Yes, and their lip stuff is amazing. I feel like a lot of my, um, and I don't want to say like pushback on Glossier because I think Glossier has a place in people's beauty routines. But Mm -hmm. I think that also like, especially because I have dark skin, like I want pigment, like I want it to show up. Yeah, Glossier shit does not work for me. Yeah. I want to try the milk like pigments that come in the tube, but I haven't yet. Yes. I Um, have one of them. I have an eyeshadow. It's like a metallic bronzy one that's really nice. And that's it. And then like, I think holographic is like a trend and glitter, which I love. Glitter, I'm like on the fence about. Really? Stila has those, yeah. Stila has those like glitter, they look like lip glosses, but they're for your eyes. Eyes. Okay. Um, I really like them. Do you remember the Stila lip glosses from like high school that like you would crank and like like, stuff would like squirt out? But anything super pigmented, even like, I was watching that girl Violet. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I love her makeup tutorials yeah. and she even messes around with like actual like loose pigment, like powder. Oh, like real makeup artist yeah. level stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I've been meaning to get some, but I haven't yet. I yeah. kind of want to go to like a costume store or something. There's like some, some girl in Sephora was telling me there's like a serious like costume slash makeup artist place. Mm. I'm so happy that you talked to the people at Sephora because I just had an amazing experience. There, there's um, a woman who works here at the one in Meatpacking. She did like my full face. We we talked for half an hour yeah. just about makeup and other clients she does and what she loves. Like, I think people go into Sephora and they're just like on their phone. Yeah. And they're just like consulting the internet for what they should no. buy. And like the, the women that work there love beauty. This is what yeah. they do. Like, I'll, I'll like scout out the girl with like the most epic face. Exactly. <laughs> The more the merrier. What's going on? Yes. Help me. Yes. And also, I feel like if they're really good, they'll send you somewhere else. They'll be yeah. like, oh, oh no, yeah. No. This, like, you don't need to buy that. Yeah, here. this this girl did. I went in, I had a wedding and I wanted like a serious, like lavender, super pigmented situation, but also um glossy. That Ooh. wouldn't that wouldn't make the lines, you know, the like lines. Yeah, yes, yes. And she's oh, like wow honestly, this person makes this. It's like for like makeup, like movie sets go. And I was like, okay. A a glossy lavender eye. Yeah. No creasing. No creasing. Were you able to accomplish it? I didn't go to get that like um, shine that she told me to get, but I need to. Um, But I did the the super pigmented lavender, but not glossy. I feel like I would like be adding like MAC lip gloss on top and like it wouldn't work. (laughs) Kevin Aquin makes uh, like a good eyeshadow gloss. I love Kevin Aquin. Yeah. The other thing, one of my guests told me this and I was like, why have I never thought of this? She was like, I use lipstick as eyeshadow. She's like, if I want like a bright orange eye, like I just use lipstick. A lady at Sephora told me that. I was that. like, that's so brilliant. And she, like, she made me buy this. I wanted like a another going into like the pigment trend. I wanted like an orange moment, like yes, a burnt orange. Yes. And she's like, honestly, these are lipsticks, but use it on your eye. Yes. I was like, okay. I love that you're so into like eye, bold eye colors because I feel like people are scared. Yeah. I was like scared. I'm like still like slowly dipping my toe in the water, but it's such a good look. Yeah. It's and a great me- look, especially for like our skin color. Yeah. Skin tone. Yeah. Any other beauty things you're loving at the moment? Um, uh, Biologique, re- how do you pronounce Recherche. that? Yeah. Recherche. Oh, are you a P50? I had to stop P50 because I was on retin-A and didn't realize that you couldn't oh, use both. Yeah, no, like, it's so intense for your skin. My boyfriend was like, you're like a snake. <laughs> um, you were just peeling because it's so many drying chemicals yeah, all at once. it was yeah. horrible. Um, no, but they're BioKiss, they're lip balm. Oh, Oh my God, really? it's insane. Okay. It's like close to 60 bucks, which is hardcore Wait. for a lip balm. But Sabrina. What? There's no way it's worth $60 for a lip balm. I swear to God. It's like a little, I have it in my bag. Um, I'm skeptical. But I'm, you'll try it. It's like my (laughs) lips are like, actually like the dryness is like taken away. It's not like where I'll just like have to keep putting Mm -hmm. shit on. What about like a shea butter Lip balm. Probably is the same shit. <laughs> I'm sure if I look at the ingredients, it's like, like shea butter okay. and I will give you the because people have told me that Biolog- Biologique Recherche, like the P50 stuff, people are like, it's a game changer. I still haven't ordered it, it just because one is like a lot of chemicals, but so yeah. many people have sworn by it that I'm like, okay, when I get through everything I have yes. now, 
I will try Yeah. It. There's different levels of it. Like I went to Daphne's, which is like a facial place and they're, they only use those products. And I have like the P50 lotion W or something, oh, okay. which is like a less intense one. Yeah. But I had to go off of it because I start my retina. Yeah. And so you see a dermatologist. Yeah. Because I've always been um, prescribed retina for like a you have perfect breakouts skin. I have on my forehead. I have oh. like these weird bumps. But um, I went off of it just because like I was like, it's gone. And, yeah. But then summer came and it was yeah. in full effect. So I had to go back. Are you 30 yet? I am. I turned 30 in September. Okay. Happy birthday. <laughs> everyone now I'm realizing like gets Botox and I'm yes. like, should I be getting Botox? Because everyone else is getting Botox. Like, should I be getting Botox? I know. Do you think about it? Yes. I'm going to Columbia. Have um, you have you had Botox before? I haven't. Mm-mm. I feel like, why not? I mean, I the, the thing like is like, you don't have too. wrinkles, no, you know? I but do. apparently it's my preventative. Forehead. Yeah, I know. That's what I keep telling my mom when I'm like going back and forth with her about it. Does um, Columbia have good Botox? Yes. Columbia's good, like, everything. Every plastic surgery, everything. And my friend is born and raised there, and it's her wedding. Mm. I'm going, actually, the girl that used to do my digital. Oh, yes, yes. I met her. Um, She's gorgeous. Yeah. And I'm going for her wedding. She's like, do you want me to book you to see my dermatologist <laughs> for Botox? And I was like, uh. Honestly? It's half the price. I mean, the thing about plastic surgery is when it's really good, no one talks about it. Like, I think yeah. about Bella Hadid. Like, every single time I see Bella Hadid, I'm like, you're beautiful. Honestly, you look amazing. Your surgeon you, yeah. is doing his thing or her thing. Whatever makes you feel better. It's, I don't, I don't, I'm not like super against plastic surgery at all. Yeah. Or Botox or if something is bothering you, fix it. But then do you worry that it's like a slippery slope but that it's like, once you do one thing, then you're like, oh, I could tweak this other thing. Yeah. You know, probably. Then it's like, I mean, if you have the means to keep going, yeah, I'm probably uh, sure it's a slippery slope. And that's like how you end up looking crazy. crazy. Yeah. And then when I see older women, sometimes I'm like, it's clear that you preferred to look crazy than old. Yeah. But it, it can also be done in a tasteful way. Like, oh my gosh, yeah. Oh my gosh, yes. It can be done very well. I just, I don't know. Yeah. But then once you start doing Botox, you have to continue. It's not like a one and done. Yeah. So, okay. What about beauty trends that you're totally over and you just want to see go away forever? (laughs) The Kylie look. I'm like, I'm like. Didn't she like dissolve her lip fillers though? And like she has a whole new thing. Did she? I I don't don't know. know. I don't know. That whole like super caked on like Huda Beauty vibe. (laughs) Um, It's crazy how similar people look now. Yes. It's freakish. Um, but that whole thing and like the super penciled eyebrows that looks like you just like use like a stencil, like (laughs) tattooed. Um, I mean, I love brows. I'm crazy about brows, but I don't know. Just like, I just see girls that are like 16 that like, you know, I, some of my employees and they're just like caked, like Kylie style. Yeah. But I mean, I think like when you're on YouTube and Instagram and you're seeing these 17 step makeup routines where people are just doing highlight and contour for every day, it's like you start thinking in your head that you have to do all like and bake your face. And I've seen now, like I watched something today that was like this YouTuber was using three different types of setting spray. She's like, this is my manifest. Oh God. I was like, who uses more than one setting spray in a session? That's crazy. But it's like the more products you can get into a tutorial, the better. 
Yeah. So then people follow that and then. Yeah, but other than that, I don't think there are like any crazy trends that. Really? Yeah. I don't even know what are, what are some crazy makeup trends out there? Makeup trends? I don't know necessarily about makeup trends. Well, I know you have CBD products and mm-hmm. I'm also like not a hater, but like I'm kind of against people like talking about how CBD changed their life. I know. I I'm just know. like, shut up. Like it didn't. Like it's, I, I totally agree with you. People compare it to like taking like a vitamin C tap. Like science will say that it's like their But benefits. that's another thing where it's just like, it's becoming a thing. And it's, it's becoming a thing. There's such a gray area with CBD that it's like, People are saying it has CBD and it's like not even CBD and it's not even like a milligram that can really do anything. Exactly. Um, but I've definitely seen CBD really help people. I my The whole reason I found CBD was through my boyfriend's mom that um, uh, had lung cancer. Mm. And like on the final days, you know, of her life, the only thing helping her was oh, just wow. like super insane, strong CBD. It was like mm. the only thing she wanted. She was like drinking it straight with a straw. Really? But yeah, the I definitely, it's becoming very much a trend. And yeah. it's like, you know, CBD this. And I, I, get, I wake up to at least like three emails <laughs> of like people trying to, you know, get me to carry some CBD product in my store. I know. I, know. I was at Bergdorf's of all places, like- Bergdorf's on their beauty floor. And they had this booth set up and it was CBD serum, face masks. And I just asked the woman there, I was like, so what is what is the CBD? She's like, it's anti-inflammatory. You're going to see a huge difference. But that's the thing. It's like people are just like adding it as like a buzzword. It's not like there's no science behind it. I know. I know. So like I'm a little upsetting. bit, I'm just like a little bit over that. I know. I have a friend that's starting a CBD skincare line that I actually do believe in okay. because there's science behind it. Yeah. And, but a lot of this shit that's out now, it's just like, they're just like adding it as like a buzzword. Yeah. It's like any yeah. anything in wellness. And then I know everyone loves, is it called dirty lemonade? Oh God. I just, okay. Charcoal is very um, intense. Activated charcoal is for literally like when you're poisoned. Yeah. Like it's not my something brother, that you're supposed to drink on yeah, a daily basis. Yeah, my brother was- Fully had horrible alcohol poisoning at a sweet 16 and they pumped his stomach with charcoal. Activated charcoal is like literally meant to like rid your body of toxins like poison. And people are drinking activated charcoal on a daily basis. And I'm like, you're literally also flushing out all of the good nutrients that you've had or any medicine that you've taken. Or I just find it really unnerving that people are just yep. consuming it's a, charcoal It's just like another basis. thing that became a thing and got went too far. But you know the health department in New York is cracking down on people oh, really? using, yeah. Um, charcoal? Act, yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. It's like, a, it's like a couple thousand dollar fine if you have any products with um, really? charcoal, yeah. Okay, I so was, now people my are just going to make them things black and they're going to yeah, be like, Yeah, my Here. friend was at Morgan Stern's Ice Cream. Oh, yes. And she's like, do you have anything in char- with charcoal? And I was like, yeah. She's like, um, I'm witnessing the health department. May, um, they're making them melt their charcoal ice cream in front of them <laughs> because that's, they can't serve it. That like, sounds like an SNL kind <laughs> of like life in New York, like melt all of this charcoal ice cream. Yeah, the health department does not play. So wait, does the health department just like roll up on you? Yeah, they can roll up on you at any time. No warning. No warning. And so what does it mean? Your kitchen just has to be on point? Yeah. Is- everything needs to be at temp. Everything needs to be like dated. Everything needs to be clean. Like they'll, 
If they want to fuck you, they will. Do you have like an A, B, C rating situation? Yeah, we have an A. Okay, okay, um, good. So when you see, like I'll see a restaurant and it will be like a C and I'm like, I can't eat there. Yeah, but yeah, it's also public knowledge to see where they got their points for. And oh, sometimes it's, it's like a little BS. Like, like sometimes it's yeah. like something wasn't at temp. It's like, you'll go to like amazing sushi places and they're yeah. like sometimes have like a grade pending and it's, you know, fish is really delicate. Yeah. It's like- they're opening and closing that refrigerator all the time. Of course, it's not going to yeah. be a temp. Yeah. So. Growing up, who were your beauty icons? Who were the people you looked up to? My mom. Your mom, okay. Cindy Crawford, probably. <laughs> Love Cindy. Vanessa Williams. Oh my gosh, yes. yes. She's gorgeous. Former Miss America. Yeah. And Angelina Jolie. And so what was that movie that she was in where she played a model, Gia? Oh, yeah, Gia. She was, that like, was so, amazing. so gorgeous. Yeah. That movie, though, is a movie that I've watched as an adult, and I've been like, wow, yeah. this is trash. <laughs> this is, like, a horrible, melodramatic, like, such It really a, is. And I remember, like, being young and watching it and being like, this is high art. Yeah. This is <laughs> cinema. That's so funny. I had the same reaction. I watched it not too long ago. And you're like, what is this trash? Yeah. It's so funny. Okay, last and final question that I ask all of my guests. When do you feel... You're most beautiful. When are you like, Sabrina, this is peak. You're doing it. Um, I'd say at like two point. I'm always like after a shower. Okay. After- I thought you were going to say at 2 p.m. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> wow, there's a time attached? <laughs> no. Um, after a shower, after I've just done like m- wash my face and I'm just relaxing and then I always feel like so amazing and so beautiful when I'm away, like in the Caribbean, like yes. somewhere hot. Yes. And you don't have to worry about anything. Yep. Like you're glowing no matter what. <laughs> yep. And you just throw on anything and your yeah. hair is amazing. Yeah. Like the humidity is great for your hair in like some odd way because you're by the beach. But I definitely feel like the most beautiful and like sexiest at that time by the water. Yeah, I was just climate. in Mexico in Cabo and I was like I wish I could feel like this every, every night. day. I know. I mean, you could, you could move yeah. to Mexico, right? But yeah, there's something about like just being by the water and I don't know, feeling your skin feels amazing. Yeah. Like everything. Cheers to that. Yeah. I'm All right, thank you so much for coming on the Naked Beauty podcast. Thank it's been so you. great hearing your story. Thank you. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. Until next time. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.